Coming up next on The Jeff Crilly Show, you're going to meet the owner of one of the most successful fertility centers in the great state of Texas. His journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, I have so much respect for the hardworking men and women in the medical field. Uh, they have tireless jobs. Sometimes they're working around the clock, but I can't think of a more rewarding part of the medical field than fertility. Think about the gift that you're giving um, individuals and couples uh, who are trying to conceive. To talk about that today, Dr. Julian Escobar, he is the owner of Conceive Fertility Center. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Jeff. I really appreciate it. Well, you and I were talking just before we went on about uh, this was not always your dream. You didn't want to get into fertility out of medical school. How did this evolve? Um, very good question. So I always wanted to be a physician, but as a guy, I never met uh, an OBGYN. And, and so therefore, I didn't know anything about fertility. Uh, but I was more of a surgeon and I liked high tech and I really liked to get to know my patients very well. I didn't want just I didn't want to just take a gallbladder out or uh, or an appendix. I wanted that conversation with the patient. And that's what drew me to obstetrics and gynecology. Like at some point you don't want to get pregnant, then you want to get pregnant. You want to block your tubes or you want to make sure they work and you want to not use contraception or so. So I like that. I like to know my patients very well. And within OBGYN, at the top of it is going to be fertility because it's so individual and so it's you have this skill um, it's completely man-made because as technology comes along new options come along so i figure i'll never be bored i'll always be challenged and usually ethics and uh, are way behind and so technology is always ahead and is that confident at what point is the society do we feel comfortable with a certain technology and introducing them into the real world and so if you combine that with the desire to be a parent and how everyone wants to build families differently uh, you just have never-ending options so it's never boring I, and i can only imagine like the gift of breaking the good news i mean what is that like does that ever get old uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't get old at all, you know. And um, and you would think so. And and you because it's at the end of the day, it's your job, like any other job. And but once you've gotten to know these patients, sometimes they become your friends, and sometimes your friends become your patients. And you didn't even know to a deeper degree their struggle and their journey. And that moment is just is just incredible. But then it continues. Is I'm pregnant, and I see my baby, then. The pregnancy is continuing, you know, and then I've met my baby and then I get to meet those children sometimes. And uh, it's just incredible. What is that like when they bring a child to the office? Um, well, it's crazy because I forget about all the other patients. And <laughs> <laughs> I run late. But I think it's everyone hope. And it's uh, even for us, it's 
it's odd because you're seeing someone get pregnant and you're seeing their pregnancy, but there's nothing like realizing I really helped that child come to this world. And, and that just makes it. So it's like, it's kind of a little bit surreal until it becomes real. And so we love it. If Dr. Escobar seems familiar to you, it's because he's on the news all the time. I went through dozens and dozens of clips and here's my favorite. Good morning. In my I Am Output series, so many of you have actually came to me with the name of social media influencers that deserve a follow, like Dr. Julian Escobar. Now, I've been talking to a special lady that said, you know what, Cleo, go ahead and share my story. She's 37 years old. She's from Arkansas. She just moved to Cedar Hill, and she said this pandemic has just made her slow down. And in that time, she said, you know what, I'm ready to be a mom. And well, she also discovered that she's dealing with some infertility issues, and Dr. Julian Escobar made her feel comfortable to explore her options. You can always find Dr. Julian Escobar at the Conceived Fertility Center in Irving. I figured I'd be challenged my entire life and I love that. And that's, that's the main reason I picked this field. He's definitely got a vibrant personality and he's trying to normalize what so many families struggle with behind closed doors. He wants women to feel empowered and comfortable to talk about freezing their eggs and issues with infertility. So the way I really see it is I feel that I want to empower women by educating them. I'm not telling people you have to do this or that, but if you don't know that something is available to you, how do you know? Dr. Escobar shares all the latest technologies to bring life into this world on his hey, social guys, media page. In this video, he's showing his followers what an egg the, retrieval uh, looks like, explaining the process of IVF. Sometimes the harsh, harshest comments come from their own mom saying, but it was so easy for me to get pregnant. What's uh, your problem, yeah. you know? And that just isolates people more. So I think having these conversations um, allow allow women to to kind of step out of their, their very private aspect of their lives and kind of put it into perspective, take control. But also they're proud to put it out there. I did IVF, here's my graduation picture. Look at my embryo, this is my journey. Follow my journey, it's amazing. His journey is amazing too. He was born and raised in Columbia and landed in Carrollton, Texas at the age of 12. He found a will and a way to become a physician. And well, he's also the twins. proud father of family. IVF twins. Yes, they're back there. Valentino and Paloma. For Dr. Escobar, the biggest payoff is simply putting a smile on the faces of families who trust him. What family do you envision? And I want to be that support system that educates them and helps them, you know, see what options they have so they can build that, that family. Hey, and make sure, um, as Cleo always mentions, to follow Dr. Julian Escobar on Instagram and social media. Again, thanks, Cleo and Doctor, for uh, getting the conversation started if you haven't had it yet. Wow, what a special piece. That was, <laughs> that, that was awesome. I want to talk about the reasons that for fertility centers are so busy these days. I, I'm assuming the age of the mom and even just uh, the global stress pandemic. It's, it's hard to conceive if you're under stress, right? Yeah, it makes it harder and less fun for sure. But also not being able to conceive really stresses you out. And um, as guys, we don't really think about this, but for women nowadays, there's a push for them to um, not get pregnant, choose the right partner, work on their careers, 
become who they want to become and then go ahead get married and have babies but by then their reproductive potential goes down so you have someone who's put their life together and then then biology is cheating them and so um so that's a bigger so it's very frustrating especially if you're type a and you've you work hard and you deserve what you work for, and then you cannot have something so basic. And so that creates a lot of stress. And subfertility that is just normal because of, uh, of their age. And, um, and, but as you alluded to, um, um, we know that semen parameters have changed over the past few decades, which may be due to stress and who knows what else in the environment. Um, so, so I think nowadays what we have is technologies that can help people who truly have an obstruction to get pregnant, get pregnant, but it's more of a social means to beat, beat nature and biology. So even though you're normal, sure. you're very subnormal to where you were. Plus you may want to build your family at your own pace, which um, maybe freeze your eggs because you're not gonna be ready to conceive until your decline after 35, sure. or create embryos with your partner at 38, perhaps have a child, but you wanna have a family then at 40, it's gonna be very hard, but you can already create those embryos and use them in sure. the future. You are afraid of not even having the option of termination in a state where, where it's it's illegal. And you know that as you get older, your chance of getting pregnant with a child with chromosome abnormalities is higher. Sure, sure. You could test these embryos before you ever conceive. Um, and then if you wanna have a child of a certain gender, for example, you right. can test for that. So I think the options are a lot and uh, it's more like a mixture of biology and your social needs, you know. And is there a difference, Dr. Escobar, for a woman freezing her eggs in her 20s versus her 30s? Uh, yes, ideally in your 20s, um, there's perfect pregnancy rates. 20 to 35, a little bit of a decline, but not a much. And then um, after 35, it's a steep decline. So to put it into context, chance of conceiving naturally between 20 and 30 years old, about 25% per month. At age 35, it's half, 12%. And then age 40, it's about 5%, so a fourth or a fifth. So um, the sooner, the better. But but if you're just do it at 37, that's better than never, you know? Yes. And if you see a joy in uh, Dr. Julian uh, Escobar's eyes, it's because he has a, a vibrant work family. He loves his patients. He loves his team. We've got some pictures and videos that we took off of your social media, and it just looks like you surround yourself with happy people. <laughs> we do, you know, and it's young, happy people. So uh, you, you need to, like we were talking about, like decrease the stress of the patients and bring some joy and I never wanted to have a stuffy, cold, paternalistic practice and that's what we tried to do. And it looks like you have team building events and you guys are always just kind of hanging out. Real, yes. real friendships have developed. Yes, absolutely. We are a huge team. We started six years ago almost with three people and I have like 40. Wow. So it gets harder to bring people together. But uh, today they're all having their Thanksgiving lunch. Well, you and I are chatting, so yes. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to take you away from your Thanksgiving lunch. Now you also got a, a high honor. So tell us about, is is it D Magazine? D Magazine. D Magazine. And, and you were voted best of, of D Magazine? Yeah, and so it's, um, it's, it's very, the cherry and the cake when you, um, have your own colleagues or physicians around the city recognize that you're a doctor that they appreciate and that they're pro probably comfortable sending their patients to or them going to see you. And so I take care of a lot of other physicians and um, it's just a nice recognition to have. 
That's awesome. Okay, so in the in the little time we have remaining, if if there's a person watching right now who's curious and, and wants to get in touch, they can go to the website. Do you guys schedule a meeting or how, how does that work? Yeah, so normally um, they'll schedule an appointment and it's the first appointment. It's, it's just gathering of information and we want to know about the sperm, the eggs, the tubes, the uterus. Yeah. Easy insurance covers usually these things. And then, and then we develop whatever evaluation we need to do. And then we kind of put it together. And a lot of the time we can come up with a lot of different treatment ideas or plans. And it's frankly a conversation with between us and the patient or the, the, the couple to decide which way to move forward. Outstanding. You've been a great guest. We're going to leave with the website, which is conceivefertilitycenter.com. The great Julian Escobar. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Jeff. I appreciate it. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.